Good morning for Monday, August 15th, 2016. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. Mixing money with politics in Ukraine. We hear the latest from Kiev. U.S. Olympians robbed in Rio at gunpoint. And Clinton's focus on Trump leaves liberals wary. In today's national headlines, thousands displaced in drenched Louisiana. Milwaukee is shaken by an eruption of violence, and California fire forces a thousand people to flee their homes. In today's business headlines, with NFL deal, Twitter streams its ambitions. Snapchat is under fire for a tool seen as racist, and it's thrilling, it's chilling, it's a 30-minute online advertisement. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story, mixing money with politics in Ukraine. Written from Kiev, Ukraine. On a side street off Independence Square in Kiev is an office used for years by Donald Trump's campaign chairman Paul Manafort when he consulted for Ukraine's ruling political party. His furniture and personal items were still there as recently as May. And his presence remains elsewhere here in the capital, where government investigators examining secret records have found his name, as well as companies he sought business with, as they try to untangle a corrupt network they say was used to loot Ukrainian assets and influence elections during the administration of Manafort's main client, former President Viktor Yanukovych. Handwritten ledgers show $12.7 million in undisclosed cash payments designated for Manafort from Yanukovych's pro-Russian political party from 2007 to 2012, according to Ukraine's newly formed National Anti-Corruption Bureau. In addition, criminal prosecutors are investigating a group of offshore shell companies that helped members of Yanukovych's inner circle finance their lavish lifestyles, including a palatial presidential residence with a private zoo, golf course, and tennis court. Among the hundreds of murky transactions these companies engaged in was an $18 million deal to sell Ukrainian cable television assets to a partnership put together by Manafort and a Russian oligarch Oleg Deripaska, a close ally to President Vladimir Putin. As American relationships there become a rising issue in the presidential campaign, from Trump's favorable statements about Putin and his annexation of Crimea, to the suspected Russian hacking of Democrats' emails, an examination of Manafort's activities offers details of how he mixed politics and business out of public view and benefited from powerful interests now under scrutiny by the new government in Kiev. Anti-corruption officials there say the payments earmarked for Manafort, previously unreported, are a focus of their investigation, though they have yet to determine if he actually received the cash. While Manafort is not a target in the separate inquiry of offshore activities, prosecutors say he must have realized the implications of his financial dealings. He understood what was happening in Ukraine, said Vitaly Kasko, a former senior official with the General Prosecutor's Office. It would have to be clear to any reasonable person that the Yanukovych clan, when it came to power, was engaged in corruption. Manafort did not respond to interview requests or written questions from the New York Times, 
but his lawyer Richard Hibby said Manafort had not received any such cash payments described by the anti-corruption officials. Hibby also disputed Casco's suggestion that Manafort might have countenanced corruption. These are suspicions, and probably heavily politically tinged ones, Hibby said.